everything stopped. Oh. What? What? Hut. Hut. <laughs> stick them. Stick them. Stick them. Stick them. That's slow mo yeah. this week. That's right. That's the cool kids. That's <laughs> the, the remix. They slow it down. Yep. The remix. What's up, party people? It's uh, Teabag. And Spike. Here yeah. We are morons. Yeah. We do a podcast every week. Um, mostly storytelling, I guess. Some information about the casino through our eyes. We are morons. It's a fact. It's in the title. So don't take us too fucking serious. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I, I, I just got to hope that there's not people out there like. Just really trying to learn and like taking notes and I stuff. I kind of hope know. there's an altar out there <laughs> with pictures of me. <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you, you you definitely can pick up some stuff from people that have been in the business for a while, but you know, it's going to be like secondhand stuff. Like, yeah. I don't, <laughs> yep. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you to use your outside hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, give yourself a nice reach around. Enjoy yourself. I, you know, that is one thing I see that it's like people, certain floor always have to nitpick on the way that somebody deals and like, oh, how, yeah. how come you didn't use your outside hand and you should have used your left hand for first base? And it's goddamn weakness. Well, like, why do they do that? I would never do uh, that. Why? If there's something that's like horrible, like you're exposing your card or something is really bad. Yeah, of course. If you, if you're an awful dealer, that's fine. That's different. But I find that, <clears throat> excuse me, most of the floors who uh are very anal retentive or just anal um they <laughs> so I think it's the same yeah <laughs> they they uh they were generally weak dealers like on roulette or dice uh, yeah i think that that probably holds to be true i we have we have a guy at our place when uh when i was dual rate he came in from another property i didn't know him i kind of got a feeling he was a dick and uh so I'm tapping him out one night for a break, and he goes, oh, we taking 40-minute breaks now? I go, yeah, we are. You're new. You take 20. <laughs> and I never, like, blinked. I didn't flinch. I let him go on break. <laughs> and then again, I was chatting with him downstairs, just, uh, like, friendly bullshit talk. And uh, I was like, I used to be a real good dealer when I came from back east, but now I'm just a Vegas dealer. So he happened to be my floor that night. And I made a, a simple mistake paying the line or whatever, and I fixed it. And he was like, I thought you said you used to be a good dealer. I'm like, yeah, uh, I, I said I used to be. I'm like, I bet you were an awesome dealer. And uh, and then he made some other comment again, and I was like, hey, can you tap me off the game? I have to take a shit right now. <laughs> and I saw the panic in his eyes, and I was like, I'm just fucking with you. I'm like, but you must have been a really good dealer. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and he never fucked with me again. <laughs> oh, and then, awesome. and then on breaks, uh, he he was my relief like uh, a month later. And uh, he, he came back and I was like, oh, are we taking 33-minute breaks now? <laughs> Just to be a dick. I don't know why I hold on to that shit, but. I find it funny. I, I'm not. Some things need to be held on to. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to forget that about you. I will never forget that you said this. Yeah. It said something so dumb. And right. just to be a nitpicky, don't nitpick me because it doesn't work. I, I will turn it around on you is what I will do. 
Right. I, I might do some dumb things in my life, like walk around with the fidget spinner, but I'll admit it that that was dumb in hindsight. You know, I'm not going to hold on to it forever that that was awesome. <laughs> you did have like 73 yeah, fidget spinners. Right. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> totally ridiculous. You and my 10-year-old son were right. so into fidget spinners. Right. And like every other 10-year-old, I, like, I fell for it. I think that's maybe where my you level did. is. Maybe on the 10-year-old level. <laughs> He did buy into that so badly. (laughs) And you had uh, plans to sell the motherfuckers and shit like that. Well, I uh, I don't know if I, maybe. Somebody else was telling me, yo, I can get them from China for this. And I was like, fuck you. Right, yeah. It's crazy. Like, oh my God, dude. They had like a fidget spinner booth in the mall. I don't care. I would love to invent the next next fidget spinner. I just want to be popular for for like, yeah, for eight months. That's all I need. (laughs) Wild popularity for eight months. Well, with the fidget spinner, somebody made millions, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Chinese people. Yeah. 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 I uh, but one more thing I I was thinking about. Okay, because you can correct people. And in, in, in this case, I probably should have corrected the dealer, but I just I was blown away by it. And so I just let it go. And I thought, I'm just not gonna say anything. So she had to cut out 15 nickels and she did it in uh five stacks of three <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what that's amazing i never saw it before i was like yeah whoa and i was like uh 15 <laughs> <I didn't> even, <laughs> it was one of the really nice asian ladies that that's always in pit six and I just didn't want to. Be, I don't know. They're super nice. And I can't help myself. I'm just, just like, what is that? I probably should have said something, but I was like, wow, it just kind of blew me away. Then I thought, oh my god. Yeah, I had, I had a, a woman the other night on War who was like, uh, I've never dealt this, and I'm like, all right. I'm like, big card wins. <laughs> and then she's like, what if they go to war? She's like, I'll call you. I'm like, no, I'll tell you right now. And then she kept talking, and I was like, would you like me to tell you? Would you like me to tell you? I got cornered at the same time frustrated. on the other side. I walked up. I didn't realize it was happening. You were standing on the other side. And yeah. She's like, I never deal. I was supposed to, and the dealer switch with me, and they, they tricked me. And I was like, oh, all right. And she's yeah. like, well, I, I didn't want to have to send that. Oh, you know what it was? It was because it was Skip. Yeah. And she didn't want to have Skip have to go over there. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't get it. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't blame them. You know, nobody wants to go to that game. No. And it's just easier just to say that I don't do it, and then <laughs> yeah. then we just skip it and find somebody else. Uh, There's yeah. like eight people that like that game. I don't know why you would like that, but there is some people that are like, yeah, I don't mind at all. And the yeah. same, they'll, they'll also people. the same people that like the big six wheel. Yeah, yeah, they're like whatever. I'm just chilling. Right. I mean, I get paid the same, right? Right. Yeah. No, I was talking to uh, this Cuban dude the other day who was saying he. Like, no one wanted to deal the big six, so he was like, wait, yeah, I'll do it. He's like, I mean, I have dice, but, you know, you can put me on the big six. I don't care. He's like, I just check out mommies all night. Right. I don't. You give a lot of directions. You yeah, know, the big yeah. six, for people who don't know, is that it's that big wheel that has dollar bills on it and usually a jackpot with uh, whatever the company is. They have some jackpot, like yeah, 40, 40. To, 40 yeah. to 1. There's a $1, a $2, a uh, $3, if you're nasty, a $5, a $10. Um, there is no $3, just in in uh, San Francisco casinos. I, I, <laughs> I, I used to know the numbers, like there's 26 ones and blah, 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 because it seemed like I was on there all the time. 
I did too. I knew the odds, but I don't. I, don't know <clears throat> I swear I could hit numbers on that game. <laughs> oh yeah, I could. The one day the strap, they had just changed the strap, and it kept stomping. And I knew the people that were there, and we were there winning so much money. And I was just spinning it, you know. I wasn't trying, but I wasn't not trying. I just was spinning it, you know. I was doing exactly what I was supposed to do three times around. And that's what I was doing. Yep. And man. I was like, is this okay? Like, these people are winning so much money on this. I said to my floor when I came over, because I've only been in the business a few years at that point in time. I've barely been in Vegas for like a year. And uh, they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> I yeah. made like 500 bucks in tips. I was, I'd never seen anything like it. It yeah, was amazing. Yeah, it, it happens sometimes. The strap was a little different the next day. Stupid game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I The first time I ever – they tap me they were like can you deal war and i was like of course i can deal war so i went <laughs> over there <laughs> i uh some guy starts talking i don't i never believe the players i just don't they're generally right and mean well but i don't listen to players when you they tell me how to right. deal the game so i dealt and then this guy got a war so i burned three cards gave him a card <laughs> i burned three more gave myself a card they came over and they were like, why did you do it that way? And I was like, because that's how we did it when I was eight. Right. <laughs> you know, like when I was eight, you burn three fucking cards and you give a card. You burn three cards and you give a card. Right. See, I, <clears throat> that's what I don't understand. And, and okay, so when I grew up playing war, all right, you had the card. Then you put two cards face down. Then you flipped over the card. If it went to war and you tied, you flipped over the next card. That was the purpose of burning those cards. Those cards. Otherwise, why do you burn the card? You're, those cards are there so you can solve the next level of war. Oh. And if it goes to triple war, you know I've yeah. never seen it go past triple war. There's, you tie three times in a row. I think you just get to keep all your cards or something like <laughs> yeah. that's that's how it is in the casino. I don't know why you burn a card, but yeah. maybe to symbolize that. But that's how we always did it. You got the two cards. That is the next level of war. Oh. And you're hoping to get all those cards. Maybe we played that way. I don't know. I, I don't remember playing a lot of war. I oh, mean, yeah. I, no, we played war a lot, actually. But I, I don't we didn't know about the burn cards. I think we'd burn three more and do it again. <laughs> I, I'm going to make a statement. I bet you people that work in the casino as dealers like to play games. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I th I still say everybody gambles. You might not gamble all the time, but you're gambling a little bit. If somebody yeah. tells me they don't gamble, I feel like it's it's suspicious. Yeah. You have what's your vice? Right. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like we all like to play games. You know, board games and stuff like that. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, people are like, I don't gamble, but I gamble every time I put this needle in my arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Everybody's got a vice. Yeah. yeah. I have something. Yeah, you do. It's uh. <laughs> that's life <laughs> life is controlling your vices and enjoying the ones that you you like right hey when i quit smoking i would people always say you can used to smoke i said well yeah but i had to do something that i couldn't afford the heroin yeah i had to yeah. do some one or the other i mean geez you can't give up everything God. true true i've you know and i've had the bug to go gambling for a long time but i just haven't really done it. i don't get me wrong i put 20 bucks in a slot machine last week but i have i've had the bug to go play craps recently and i just never get to it that's how i feel like i don't have a problem <laughs> oh i fleeted up a couple weeks ago i went 60 bucks and i was disappointed that i did it i was playing a slot machine when i was i made my sports bets real fast and i got done i thought oh i'm gonna try it i just have like i had that feeling and it's never right you know and i boom i lost i got the bonus and as soon as i got the bonus i should have quit 
Yeah. But I was like, all right, I'm going to play just a little bit more. It seems like it's heating up a little bit. Maybe I could get more than my money back. Yeah. And I should have known better. Once you get that bonus, you got to bail, in my opinion. Go to a different machine. See, you got me. I know nothing about slots. I walk by them every day of the most of my adult life, and I don't, I don't see them. I don't hear them. I, they're white noise to me. Oh, yeah. No, I uh-uh. – Nope, I play because that's all my wife will play. She won't play table games. So if I go out, she doesn't care. She'll sit there and play uh, a video poker while I'm playing dice or something. They're right next to each other. One of the, you know, go to Orleans or something, one of the local places. And uh, But still, I always feel like I got to check up on her and stuff. And I don't have to. She's cool. She's not that one where she's going to be all pissed off. But I don't feel like it's the same thing as when you just go out by yourself or yeah. when you go out with somebody to yeah. actually go play dice or to sit down and play blackjack and stuff. I feel like I'm on a limited time and I don't want to feel, I just don't feel lucky that way. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't, I mean, but sometimes I feel like on the way home, I usually, I'm like, I'm going to go play at the little local casino near me. Let's go for your own. They get a, it's a nice casino. Um, and, uh, I generally make it all the way home, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I was going to gamble. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and then it's probably there's no the way I'm move. leaving. Right. You know, every once in a while, maybe. But and it is fun. I still say, though, that go for your own. It works. You know, it might be a headache for the casino, but I feel like it works because they are so friendly. You walk through there, and every dealer is trying to get your attention. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Especially hey, if they're on a dead up? table. Hey, how are you? Hey. Yeah. Because they want you to play, right? They don't want you to sit on the table next to them. Yeah. It's true. They, yeah, they get to hustle. Go for your own is really interesting. Um, I think I told that story last week about the George and the hooker. Mm, no? I don't, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. I No, no, I don't remember that story. No? No, if you told it, I've forgotten it already. But I can't remember yesterday, so that's not saying a lot. <laughs> we true. need to have an archivist that tells us yeah. what we already did. <laughs> we need a producer who's like, nope. And I like to party. And I like to party. My name is Spike, and I forgot to silence my phone before the show. Yeah, you did. I apologize. Um, yeah, Go For Your Own is, is definitely a uh, fun way to do it. I'm glad I got to experience that. And it's painful, though, because you know every dollar you have in your tip box when you go for your own, like to the 50-cent piece you got. I remember I'd be like, I have 63.50 in my box. You know what I mean? And we go to the cage and then count it, and it'd be sixty-three fifty. Uh, right. I was never. I was never off. Well, I yeah, but I I don't. I've never done that. See, I, I've gotten paid every day in a cash money envelope. I've done that, and I've worked at a place where uh, our crew, uh, the whole pit, got to keep their money just among that pit. So that was the the smallest I've ever dealt. And then when I first, the first casino I worked at on cool. the strip. Um, was shift per shift. Oh, wow. So that's it. Compared to where I started at, it was 24-7. Yeah. It didn't matter what day or shift you worked, you got paid the same, yeah, which was great. Too. I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. I worked four <laughs> tens, and, yeah. and I got paid the same as everybody else. It was like a the dream come true. Yeah, that's cool. But we, uh, well, back east, we got paid on a seven-day split, 24-hour, uh, seven-day split. And it's, we didn't make any money. And we also, it was native. And we would hand the tokes into the uh, the accountants. And then we would get the hours back four days later or something like that. 
So it always balanced out to it made like a little bit less than a dual rate. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked up. That's interesting. So you would count them or they would count them. We would count the tips uh-huh, and then we would hand that in and then they would hand us the hours a few days later. Oh, wow. And I knew I knew the fix was in. I'm not saying that this is just my opinion. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Since it is uh, the day after Columbus Day, which was oddly, we didn't get paid for that holiday in uh, on the tribal land. <laughs> they had Indian Day, but on... Uh, Columbus Day weekend, the last year I was there, our toke rate was uh, fourteen ninety two. The the year Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yes, sir. That is not coincidence. That is a fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck you to everybody who's paying any attention. I was like, oh, I gotta leave. And that's <laughs> when I decided I was coming out to Vegas. Like six months later, we were in Vegas on our way. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, fourteen ninety two on Columbus Day weekend. Fuck you. I I was not on any of those ships. I didn't do any. You know. Right. And they yeah. scammed. They were skimming so much. And wow. I don't know. Native American. Uh, the reservations. I, they deserve it. I have nothing against it. It's just they. Uh, they have their own laws and they have their own way, so they can get away with whatever they want. Really. Right. That's the way it's portrayed to me and like well i mean my only knowledge is through movies i've never worked uh i've never really been to any tribal i think i've been to the smoke shop oh, which yeah. i didn't realize was i thought it was like when they said like the tribal land i, I was thinking here in vegas i was saying i get it way out in the desert somewhere and yeah. like it's gonna be like indian land <laughs> but it was like right in the middle of downtown it yeah. was just like a fenced off area i'm like this is the tribal land. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's just like in a, like just right downtown, <laughs> right by where like all the homeless people are and stuff. It's oh. horrible down there. I, I went down there to the smoke shop and I felt so bad that I was going into the smoke shop and I saw all these homeless people that I went to McDonald's and I bought like twenty hamburgers and cheeseburgers and fries and a case of water at the gas station. Just walked around and I hand them out to all the homeless people, and uh, they were nice. But I, it was surprising. Nice. It was surprising to me to see the people down there. You know, it was a it was a warm, it was a nice day. It wasn't a horrible day to be homeless. I guess that sounds horrible weather-wise, anyways. Yeah. But um, you know, there was young teenagers in a tent, a couple together, and there was, you know, the crazy person talking to themselves and smelly, yeah. and there was just reg regular people, and it was just really eye-opening to see the level of, and really expect everybody to be dirty, and, and it wasn't that way. A lot of people seemed very clean, and. You know, they kept their little area neat, and it was yeah, it was humbling for sure to go down there. You wish you could do so much more. Of course, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's the homeless in uh, all the cities now is is like I've never seen it. I don't know. Anyway, it's a real dark. Yeah, that's term, a horrible it's, thing. Right. It's uh, it's super sad. You know. Sure, but I feel like if you're homeless, I'd just be walking to where it's warm. Yeah, that'd be my job. Well, that's, I think I said it last week. Like, if I was going to be homeless, I'd be in Hawaii. Fuck you. Well, it's a long swim, but, you know, if you yeah. can get there. Yep, give me a raft, man. Right. No, it's too far out. But, I mean, fly there and just be like, one-way ticket. Right. <laughs> Here I am. Save up everything you can. Yeah. It's my plan. Uh, <laughs> my kids would be disappointed, so I'm not doing it. Right. So that you're not, you're not going to be homeless. All right, good choice. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um. 
<laughs> so I had, I had this fucking ass maggot throw uh, chips in my feet this week. Um, oh. Yeah. I bet you that went over well. That was fun. Um, I walked in. It was the same night with war. I walked in. I was in pretty good mood. And uh, this guy calls me over and he's like, yo, fucking T. He, he starts swearing at me right away. And I'm just listening. And I'm like, I'm like, no. He's like, I, I put a bet in the field. And he said, no bet. And I'm like, well, it was probably a late bet. I'm like, they told me you were already making late bets. And he's like, that's fucking bullshit. I gamble all the fucking all over the place. And that's the first time they ever no bet me. I'm like, I don't think that's true. And I'm like, and you're done here. You're done playing. And he's like, I'm not fucking done. I'm like, you are fucking done. I'm like, you can't run around talking to me like that, talking to him. You're swearing at the dealer. I'm like, you're done. He's like, I'm still playing. He puts a bet down. I'm like, uh, no bet. <laughs> I'm like, see, you're not playing. So he gets so mad. He takes $3 and fucking throws them at my feet. <laughs> wow. And he goes, fuck you. I'm out of here anyway. I go, I know. Yeah. I just told you you were leaving. And uh, so then I go over to the security booth. I was shaking at that point. I was a little bit oh, hot. Oh, I'd be mad. I was so mad. <clears throat> yeah. And I'd already tried to call security, but, like, I just decided to get rid of him myself, um, which is probably overstepping my authority, but uh, fuck that guy. And uh, so I get security, and he's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, I know you are. They're going to help you walk out the door. <laughs> and uh, he just last lines thrown at him. That's that's what you got to. And then I went back. Day. I took the three dollars and I was like, you guys heard him say dealers when he threw that at my feet. Right. And two of the players were like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of our big players was like, wow, you really uh, you hold your cool a lot better than I would. I'm like, I'm at work. What am I going to do? You know, like I'm at work. There's going to be pricks who are going to say stupid things to try to get under my uh, on my nerves. And I don't. I don't allow it that much. Right. I. It's very hard. It's a. It's a Zen practice. To, it is to not take it personal. Uh Because -huh. it's not personal most of the time, but it's it's very hard. You know, you do a better job than I do. I think. I don't know. I have to. I have to walk away sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing: is that I usually give people the choice. I'm like, hey, listen, we're done here. That's it. You've. You know, like you said, whatever the player did to overstep their bounds, I let them know. You did this. You cannot do that, and you're done. You're you're gonna come back tomorrow, whatever you want to do. But yeah. tonight you're done, and so you have the option to get up and go right now, or if you want, I can call my boss, and then they're gonna come over, and then we're gonna get security, and we're gonna make a production out of it, and we're gonna walk you out either way the same. So you have the choice to leave on your own, or if you want, I can get everybody over here. It's absolutely no problem at all. Yeah, choice is yours. Yeah. You know, they and, generally, and mo walk. generally they generally they walk. And if they don't, then no problem. I go pick up the phone and take care of it. You know, I'm I'm getting better about calling. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I, that way it's just easier. Hey, just and if you don't, if I don't call before then I let them know after. Hey, just so you know, this guy, he said I could suck his dick yeah. three ways from <laughs> yeah, Sunday. Yeah, and yeah, I told yeah. him he had to leave. So <laughs> you might hear about it. Yep. And it's it, like once they start swearing at me, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, the conversation is now over. That's it. Like, I'm not here to put up with that. And now you've given me a reason to tell you to take a walk, you know. Right. And I did that. Uh, <laughs> I did it. So this one guy, ah, fucking I forgot his name. Um, and I saw him a few weeks ago. He was in he's in Dyson. I come back and I tap out the floor. I think I told this story. 
at some point, but I tap out the floor and I'm like, what's up, buddy? Anything going on? And he's like, uh, he's like, not much. There's nothing on this game, but over here, this guy called me a motherfucker and he was swearing at the dealer. Um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. The surveillance is watching him. And I'm like, what is, I'm like, what? I'm like, go on break, man. When you come back, you won't be here. Right. So then I go into dick mode. And I stand behind the craps table with my arms crossed in front of me, and I'm just watching him. And he's like, what's up? I'm like, nothing. And I'm just, I'm just watching him not saying anything, but I know that he's a hothead, so I know he's going to say something stupid and give me the opportunity. And he's like, uh, he's like, I don't know why everybody's up my ass and this and that. And, um, and then he's like, uh, he keeps talking. And then he goes, and this motherfucker over here, I go, that's it. You're done. Push right. his bets back. I go, you're done. Uh, he goes, wait for, for what? It. For what? I go, you just called me a motherfucker. He goes, no, I was saying like this. I'm like, no explanation. You called me a motherfucker. You're done playing. We've already had an issue. You've already been told numerous times. Yep. Uh, good night. Yep. I was like, push his bets back. He's over. And uh, he threw a shit fit. I, uh, we were waiting on surveillance to, to uh, call for an obvious shot that he had just taken. Uh, fucking poker player. And uh, so he's like, are they going to fucking call? And I'm like, probably. And uh, he's like, so you're going to let me know? So then I'm like, yep, sure I will. And uh, I go, but step away from the game now. So he walks away, walks two craps tables down and tries to play. And uh, the floor down there had already spoken to me and already realized who he was and that he was gone. And uh, security came up and talked to him. And then he came back to the game, and I'm like, can you keep him over there? So they, they held him over by the slots, and uh, the phone rings. Surveillance goes, yeah, no, he didn't have it. <laughs> I just, I got, that was them. Nope. Right. <laughs> now you can leave. Right. <laughs> and right. I smiled at him the whole time. He was so mad, so mad. And that time, I was perfectly calm. Like, I wasn't even mad at the guy. It was amusing how, how cute he thought he was and how – uh he thought he was going to stay just on like the principle of I'm going to be stubborn about it. Right. Yeah. There's, there's people like that. And that guy that grabbed the that he walked away in the middle of the hand the other day, yeah. the last week, last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. Yeah. People do it all the time. It's, it, it blows me away. I, yeah. uh, I think that, um, I had a guy, uh, swearing, uh, one day at me, it was a, a handicapped gentleman and he's swearing. And I said, sir, please, you got to watch your language. He's, and he says, Oh, well, what, what can I, what words can I say? Can I say this word? Can I say that word? He said, you know, can I say fuck? Can I say cunt? You know, the N word, everything. He rattled it off. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. No. Yeah. And my final answer was if, if you can't say it in front of a 10 year old little boy, you can't say it on the game. Let's yeah. just call it that way. Cause you're seeming to have a hard time understanding yeah, what's appropriate. Ryan, that's a good definition. So, so let's just call it that. And it turned into this whole big thing and a conversation with like a half hour with one of the bosses and they ended up letting them stay. And I was like, Oh my God, like, uh, I can't, it was, I, those, those situations are a little bit disheartening when it's just like, wow, it, there's just things that are obvious sometimes. And how can you give in, you know, but well, whatever, you know, common you just sense go with it, you know? is not common anymore. You know, just the sense of like, you know, you can't, 
call the dealer a motherfucker. I, you can't call me a motherfucker without knowing me. Once you know me, then you're probably going to use it a lot. But Different. until then, <laughs> you cannot call me a motherfucker or a douche or any of that. Like, that's just not okay. Right. I understand that you're gambling and uh, it's a vice like any other. You're gambling and drinking. And this person physically took your money, but you bet that money. Right. Yeah. Nobody forced you to do it. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I see people do that a lot. And, and most of the time they're probably trying to just be witty like, well, this dealer's an asshole. Keep taking my money or, or whatever they say or this jerk. You're a jerk. And, and I'm yeah. like, eh, it just comes off bad, man. I'm sorry. No matter how you try to put it. That's when you just got to be like the jerk star called. The <laughs> jerk store called. <laughs> the jerk store called. They're all out of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. Some things just don't come off. You can't, and it's just the worst as being the dealer and you're just crushing people, especially when they're nice people. It just feels so bad. Like you're like, ugh. Yeah. you know, you don't want to take your money. And then to have that thrown in your face, you're like, really? After all this, I already feel like shit because I'm not making tokes. I'm killing the fun person that comes and sees me five times a year. Yeah. You know, it's it's not awesome right now. No, it sucks when you it's awesome when you give away money to good people, like nice people. But then there's always the tipping issue. So if you give somebody a huge amount, the dealers always expect like a huge tip. And I don't know. It's it's a tricky one. That's tough, yeah, especially somebody that's been playing forever. You know, a lot of these people, when they first started, were huge Georges, and that's, uh, yeah. and that's why we, we know them so well and w- why we're so friendly with them. But anybody that plays over time knows that you can't keep up that level of being a huge George. Yeah. Unless you're super rich, you know. But as long as you're still a, a nice tipper and stuff, who cares? You can't expect that this guy that used to tip you $1,000 every time he came, it just was unreasonable. Yeah. You know, so well, I, we have, I get that part, too. We have people who play every single day and don't tip the dealers. Uh and like, or they give them 12 bucks after they win five, th- you know, a few thousand. It's like, right. Rather you didn't tip, but they take good care of the waitresses and <laughs> right. They tip everybody else. It's so weird. The the one skill set. Right. Yeah. I don't, that's a, that's a tough call with the people you see all the time like that. I like that. I have people that come and see me a few times. I still have people from like when I first got here. In fact, they'll be in town this week. Oh yeah sent me a text let me know that they're gonna come and they just come gamble in my section for a while say hi super nice people yeah it's always nice to see them no i have i have a ton of guests who come back and see me and they're all great they're fantastic i have i have so many yankee fans who come back and see me because i'm <laughs> such a straight hater like uh the best stick call i ever came up with was uh two that's crap like jeter you know, that was the best one. That's, hey, you got to go with your greatest hit. And that was my greatest hit of all time. Cause <laughs> it, it, it would take people a minute. They'd be like, did you just say two crap like Jeter? I'd be like, yep, that's what I said. And I, then they'd be like, but Jeter's not crap. I'm like, says you. Yeah, I think mine all had to do with the hard 10 on the, on the ladies' friend, things like that. <laughs> I think that's where most of mine went. Big dick from Boston, right. the hard 10. The 6-9 special, whatever it was yeah. I came up with. I don't six. So you want a six and a nine dinner for two round right. eight, right? Ooh. Yeah. What well, that was, that was a tough one to squeak in and you'd have to have people who would get it. Right. <laughs> that was my problem a lot is that like nice people just have dis- different, uh, brainwaves. They think differently than I do. i always think of like what's amusing generally. And I like when people are witty cause I like to try to keep up. 
<laughs> certain break-ins thrive on that stick call. Like the new yeah. one's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't say that. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe I can say this. I said, I worked with this dude, uh, George back east and uh, what was it? Uh, oh, double the, two crap, double the bubble. And he was like, I get it, man. It's a bubble on the table. The field's a bubble. <laughs> so it's double the bubble. That's a minute. Like, and it, double the bubble. He For like two years, he'd see me and be like, double the bubble. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not even mine or it's not even that good. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have. It's like the guy in Yes Man. Uh, yeah, see what I did there? I, I, I combined bro. And and uh, to Brosif or whatever <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. I just made that up. I can't. I can't do his accent. The guy from Flight of the Concords. He's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's I a, love that guy. South African. So awesome. Yeah. No, that's it. But I have a bunch. I have a lot of players who come back and see me. Like uh, this dude X, who's this Puerto Rican cat from New York, big big Yankee fan. He'll, I'll just be flirting or uh, whatever, talking to somebody, and he'll be like. Uh, Let's go Yankees. And I'll just hear it from behind me and I'll get the whole table doing it. And I'm like, Ugh. and then the seven will come and I'll be like, see, you guys messed it up. Could have been good. Right. Never, never invoke a chant yeah. on your table. And I I'm don't like, care what it is. I'm like, the chant is Yankees suck. All right. We are <laughs> morons in Boston. That's a fact. I'm sorry, everyone in Boston. But when the Patriots beat, win the Super Bowl, why are you chanting Yankees suck? <laughs> not even the same fucking sport i've been there i've been to three parades where we started and i was into it i was there singing along that just shows that we are a baseball town that's funny i mean i love football the bruins rule the celtics all that but we are a baseball town because the, uh, the only time my kids are allowed to use the the word hate in my home is uh when they're talking about the yankees and they know that we don't like hate yeah hates yeah. Gotta, yeah that's you gotta teach your kids that yeah, no, I taught them it's okay to use it when you're speaking about the Yankees, but not Yankee fans because we have a lot of friends who are Yankee fans. It's the organization. Strictly the, the organization, yeah. Yeah, it's the higher power that is the Yankees that we fucking despise. <laughs> but, yeah, I get I get all those guys who come back. And he he, he calls me Southie, which is cute because I'm not from Southie. <laughs> yeah, but that's in the movie. That's all yeah, you know. That's, yeah. all, that's like, the only thing anybody knows. And then he... <laughs> He thinks his big insult is, uh, is my mother was a man. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, then I, it was weird when you banged her, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I always have some stupid little retort for his dumb. Your mother was a man. All right. All right. She could whoop your dad's ass. I don't know. Right. Nice. Um, I, uh, I, the Lions beat the Packers. Oh, yeah. The Lions beat the Patriots. Fucking the Lions are the best team in uh, the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> I, I don't know what's – Mason Crosby missed five field goals. That's yeah. got to feel bad. That's Dude, everybody's bad. dinging them. That game was awful. <laughs> like, oh. It was like a pathetic thing to watch. And then they were all just dinging them off the crossbars. Oh, it, was, it was brutal. Oh, I didn't yeah. watch much football yesterday because my dog was – well, not yesterday, but Sunday, because uh, my dog was missing. He snuck out. I found him. He's back home, safe for anybody who cares. Yeah, how you never told me how you found him. What happened? So we went to the store. We came back. We sat down and went, where the fuck's the dog? Like, we have a little dog and a big dog. And Zephyr, my big dog, was missing. 
The only explanation is that the door was a crack. He opened it, and then the wind closed it behind him. Because when we got home, the door was closed. And uh, he had somehow lost his tag that had my number and address on it. Oh. Yeah. I just washed his collar. Um, he has a clean Patriots collar. And uh, so I didn't think much of it. We left the door a crack. Sometimes he's... <laughs> At night, if I've left the door open, he snuck out, and then he comes right back like an hour later like he's got a big story to tell me. He's like, yeah, and then I said, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be wet and stuff. Like some, He gets into pools and shit. I just see an adventure when he goes out. Nice. But uh, some guy had picked him up on uh, one of the major cross streets near my house. Oh, jeez. And just picked him up, apparently, and uh, took him in his car because it was after dark, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, cause it happened. We missed him at like four thirty in the afternoon is when we noticed he was gone. And, uh, I don't know. And then I reached out to some friends and my friend, uh, lost her dog once. So she knew all the, uh, chat rooms and stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. And she found Zephyr exactly sitting there with his Patriots bandana on. And, uh, so then we blew up the kid and, uh, <clears throat> finally went to go get him and uh well he was first the kid was extremely paranoid which is cool but right uh, well, how do i really know it's your dog yeah oh my god he right, went so right, deep right. on that like i sent him a, as soon as he did contact me back i sent him a picture of the uh posters that i made and was putting up in my neighborhood when uh my friend jackie found his information so I showed him a thing, a poster of that with my number on it, like instantly, you know, like, right. It's my dog. And then I, uh, I said, I'll be there in 28 minutes. And I, as soon as he called me, I drove straight to his house, which is all the way the fucking Henderson. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever. It was a nice deed. He was driving by for whatever reason. Saw a dog with a call, you know, a loose right. dog did the right thing so i'm not mad that he's in henderson right whatever i went there but he's like <laughs> i get there and uh zephyr comes up and breathes hard on me i'm wearing a patriot sweatshirt because it was sunday and uh he goes can you like show me like a picture of you and the dog so then i'm like zephyr sit <laughs> i put my finger up he's sit and uh i'm like he's like he's never done that for me i'm like that's because he's my dog Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll look for a picture, man, but I got two kids. So my phone is just all pictures of my kids. I don't stop to take a picture of the dog generally. I love our dog, but right. I, I, and I'm sure they're in there. <laughs> pictures of them. I have some cute ones with the kids and Zephyr, but I'd have to look deep, you know? Right. So right. I'm like, uh, so he tries to go back in the house. So I'm like, that doesn't look good on me. So I'm like, Zephyr, I'm like, I promise he's my dog. Right. And he's like, okay. So then I sent him a little video of the kids playing. But like, how fucking paranoid can you be? I, I get it. You, you don't want me to poach. You don't want somebody to poach a dog or give it to the wrong owner or whatever. But myself, my ex-wife, and my friend blew him up on every single service, on his phone, on Facebook, on Messenger. We all wrote him notes, and then he finally spoke to me. We're not in, like, some dog ring. Right. Where, like, stop with the paranoia. Common sense. We're not in some dog ring where we want to pick up this eight-year-old lab. Right, with, yeah. It's with not a like gray it's like a gray goatee and shit. Like, right, it's like a 
$10,000 dog that yeah. everybody wants. You yeah, know, who shakes from, when he right. gets excited. Like, he's like, why? His back hips were shaking. I'm like, he got hit by a car when he was a puppy. Like, people are crazy. Like, what did you think? It's so obvious that it's my dog, you know? Like, I don't know. That, that did get on my nerves a little bit. Like, calm down, buddy. I swear it's my dog. I'm not going to drive. As soon as I speak to you, I'm not going to drive right to Henderson to get uh, this money dog. You did like, right. I don't even know what I would do. Like, I guess you would ransom him off to the actual owners. I don't <laughs> Is that, I, I, I don't know. I don't, cause I thought you could just plan? get him for free at the shelter. There's yeah, so many yeah, dogs. You can, just, you, know. you can. My dog has a fucking chip in his ass too, which apparently I hadn't kept up on registration. So uh, that's useless. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, you might want to get that registered next yeah. time you go to the vet. Those I'll are helpful. Yeah, mine doesn't have one, but he doesn't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't go anywhere. Like, even, like, when I go outside, like, his special time, when I'm taking out the garbage or something on the weekends, I let him run while I'm outside without a leash because it's 5.30 in the morning and nobody's out there. You know, it's dark, and so he just runs. But as soon as I snap my fingers, he comes running. He doesn't go more than a couple of houses away. Like, labs are usually good like that. Yeah. I think you just got unlucky. Like, he must have just got away and somebody picked him up right away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Zephyr, I mean, he snuck out before at 4 in the morning when I get home. And I've left the door a crack, and he just comes barreling in. Dad, I got, I got stories. I got stories. I met this <laughs> chick, and then these guys tried to chase me, and then this guy threw a ball for me, and then and I'm back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some water. I'll, I'll talk to you in a minute. He's got to put a GoPro on him and see what happens. <laughs> it would be amazing because he, he did when he was younger. He got found uh, in somebody's back pool. Just <laughs> He went in their backyard, jumped in the pool, and they were like, we looked out the window and saw this dog just swimming around. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, my dog has never went swimming. I feel bad for him. You should. Tank has never been swimming. He would love it. Yeah. All labs love swimming. And my daughter said, well, how will he know how to swim? I said, he just knows. He, he knows. was born that way. Yep. Throw him in the water and just they just swim. Yeah, Zephyr, when he was a puppy, we rented like a, a houseboat on Lake Mead. And uh, <laughs> I was up top with him and he just jumped off. Jumped off the side of the boat into the water. Like zero fear. And I was like, what the fuck, buddy? Wow. Yeah, he'd been playing in the water before that. So then I jumped off and caught the bottom of my foot. On the, oh. on the way out <laughs> yeah that hurt ow had to play that one off like, no it's, i meant to do that yeah but it felt like yeah i hit the second level that's what it was i hit the second level with that like a little bit of my heel oh you didn't jump far enough no oh. so oh. i slipped when i when i got off when i jumped off the top oh. and yeah i had to pretend like it didn't hurt when my leg tried to jam itself up into my heart right oh yeah that's no good yep uh-uh i don't like that nope yeah. Yeah, were you wearing one of those bathing suits that you can't jump in the water? Like those girls have bathing suits that can't get wet? No. That's funny to me that people do That's that. That's absurd. That that happens all the time. I you think can't these, call it a bathing suit At, at these fancy clubs. You uh, can't. If it can't go in the water, it is not a bathing suit. See? Right. Or a, word. Well, it, maybe it's, yeah, what, or a swimsuit. Is it? Somebody said that. Is it a bathing suit or a swimsuit? I said, I don't know. Uh, if it can't go in the water, it is neither. Because you're not going to swim and you're not going to bathe in it. So fuck off with your stupid outfit. With your sun lingerie. Yeah, sun lingerie. That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Take your sun lingerie and go the fuck away. 
but people spend so much money on that stuff. I, I yeah. people spend, uh, I saw somebody had these shoes on, so I had to look them up. I'm like, I bet you those gotta be so expensive. And they were Gucci tennis shoes. And I looked them up and they were, I wrote it down. They were, uh, $580, $580 for tennis shoes. Like I've never had a pair of tennis shoes that last more than a couple years. I mean, I, I don't know, $580. They have those, those red bottom shoes. Yeah. I'm trying to think. That's, so I think that's Louis Vuitton. Those are well over a thousand dollars. I'm trying to think of the last time I spent over $80 on shoes. I don't <laughs> just yeah. 80, not the 500, just the 80. Maybe my dress shoes for work. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I had about it. I had some uh, nice Johnson and Murphy's um, that were like $128 or something like that. Right. That's but that's for work. And that's like a shoe you're going to wear every day, you should spend money on mm -hmm. something to be comfortable like that. That's not trying to show off. And even then that's still under $200. Yeah, no, I got cheap shoes. Most of my shoes are, uh, cheap shoes with insoles. I have like the prescription for my plant officiitis in my heel spurs. <laughs> that's, that's how you know we're fucking old. Yeah. Like that's what have, I was thinking. We have too. all kinds of devices. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a little levy because I have, I have a uh, high arches. I mean, apparently I should have been a dancer. Right. That's a, that's what it came to my mind. Ballet slippers. <laughs> I, one of my ex-girlfriends was a dance instructor and aerobic kickboxer and all kinds of fun, crazy shit. And she was like, you really should have been a dancer. Your arches <laughs> aren't even fair. And I was like, I don't know what that fucking means. Yeah. So now that's how I found out I had high arches. Man, I think we're flat-footed hillbillies in my family. Oh, yeah? You guys are flat-footed? Yeah. We do a lot of, uh, we obviously were big line dancers in my <laughs> Irish line dancing. Uh, obviously in my family. River dancing the shit river out of River dance the fuck out of people, yeah. <laughs> that was our move. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't. We attacked them with river dancing. I don't even know. I wore hillbillies. That's funny. I mean. Yeah, it's all oh. good. I don't care. I think the Irish are the original hillbillies, aren't they? Yeah, there's there's definitely a bunch of Irish. A lot more than I realized after my mom did her DNA test. Yeah. Oh, we get it in. The Irish don't get the credit that fucking some minorities do. <laughs> and I'm not saying the Irish are a minority. Everybody calm down. For their reproduction, reproductive abilities. Oh, dude. Fucking my boy Mackie growing up had fucking 12 brothers and three sisters or something. And they lived in a fucking tiny little walk-up apartment i don't know how the fuck they did it and then i'd go over there too so they'd have extra kids italian people a lot of them the same way yeah big family that's what i always think it's funny that they you know they say mexicans or latin people have more kids and fuck you like there are so many murphy families out there with 14 kids <laughs> right that's a stereotype because they talk about people coming over the border and it's whatever it's like racist yeah, it is. Yeah, it's good to be Irish though, because the Irish don't give a fuck about racism. <laughs> right. I, I speaking of that, I saw uh, uh, for this wall that they're trying to build that they built like eight mock like stereotypes or not not stereotypes. Uh, yeah, stereotypes, they built stereotypes huh? wow. like uh, eight. You know, like uh, sections of the wall, like the yeah. prototypes. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Prototypes. And uh, <laughs> like they came out in each one of them they were able to, you know, compromise in one way or another. And I, and they spent like 
I don't even want to know hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars just to make these eight little sections. Like, what is the purpose of this? I don't know. It's all silly. It's so, what a dumb thing to spend money on when you see the homeless people walking around or something. Like, can't we fix that first? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyway, no politics. I'm not going to. Wait, is that anything. politics? I yeah. Didn't know. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't mean that yep. to be politics. I, I was thinking about. The wall is definitely. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, that's a political issue. But yeah. I don't know. That seems like common sense. <laughs> but common sense is no longer common, sir. It, I guess It has so. changed. Now it's like, oh, you have common sense? You want to hang out, dude? Like, you seem all right. <laughs> what about manners? Are manners still being taught today like they were, yes. let's say, 50 years ago? Uh, well, for my kids, yeah. My kids and your kids, I know, are very polite. My kids don't do anything without saying please and thank you and i just it's so fucking easy to do it's not hard right like well like opening a door for a woman is that is that, I don't is know, it, bro. you still do that is that uh, not, yeah is that i not? still do it but i don't know if it's okay anymore <laughs> people get offended by it <laughs> I don't, listen i, know I don't that, think I, the real I, people get offended i know by that. that you're capable of opening this door. Yes. Sorry, yeah, you have polite. to have a whole speech for just being nice. I hold the door right. for men, too. Does that? What's that say? What does right. that mean? Right. I'm not questioning your ability. All the time, my wife's like, I can do it. I'm like, I know you can do it. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. the point. Yep. I'm here. I'll take care of it. No problem. Yep. I know you can. It's not. I'm not calling you disabled. I'm right. being polite. Right. 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 But people get, I don't know. They can't get out of their own way. People just want to be offended these days. They wait to be offended. What a what an awful life. <laughs> right. To wait to be offended by something like, ah, oh, how dare he hold that door for me? What? Stop it. Just say thank you. Right. <laughs> Keep walking. I'm not. I'm holding the door anyway. That's I'm the, the that's door the thing about the show is I would like it to be very popular so we could keep doing it and it would be fun and that would be great. I would love that. I don't um, want it to be polite though. But I, you know, yeah, I don't care about that. But I just don't want to have to like it gets anybody that gets popular. You look through like their little comment section; it's just filled with horrible. Like what? Like how did that even start? On yeah. every single thing, it's just like why? Why you have nothing better to do? Yeah, no, you don't. And the internet also, uh, you can put your opinion out there, and you know, just go back to sleep or continue eating. <laughs> Like, you could say things that you would never say to somebody's face or even in a written letter with your name and address on it. When you're, you don't even have a picture on your profile. You're just hating, just throwing hate out into the stratosphere. Like, here's some hate. Put that out there because that's going to help. Right. Ice-T said something like that last week about all the people that talk behind his back. Watch how nice they are when we're in the same room together. It's true. You know, it's. I've I've noticed that a bunch of my life, you know, like I've had guys shake my hand, be super sweet to me. And then I hear people telling me what they say about me behind my back. It's fucking crazy. Right. That's just coward. I know. When I lived in uh, Portland. It's time to wake up. Yeah. When I lived in uh, Portland, Oregon, I realized that this, this uh, one ginger fuck, I could say that because I'm a ginger. Um, he had like, uh, he was always cool to me. Uh, we smoked a lot of ganja back then. He was always cool. But one time I, I walked into the room and he was in front of me with the rest of like the local Portland crew that I'd hung out with there. Um, it was actually like a bunch of Jewish kids who 
grew up there. I don't know. It's Port- uh, Portland's version of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah, only without any of the Beastie Boys um, <laughs> or fun or rapper. They were all like deadheads. Well, they were Jewish. Yeah, but that's the only part. I no, know. That's, that's yeah, that's, I got I, you. It was a big reach. I, I saw what know. you were kicking, kicking down the. Uh, anyway, so I walked in and I listened to this dude be like, "T's kind of a, a fucking pussy," and he just did all this bad shit about me. And uh, I tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, "What's up?" <laughs> And he was like, oh, no, I was just playing, just making jokes and shit. And I was like, you oh, really? are a fucking scumbag. Right. I was like, don't ever speak to me again. And he uh, he left. And I never, he would dodge me and shit. I wasn't going to whoop his ass. I didn't care. He wasn't worth my time. But he was trying to play off like he was a tough guy because I was from Boston. And I don't know. There's some shit that goes with being from Boston and blah, blah. But it was crazy. And I, I just... That dude never would have said any of that shit in front of me if I didn't catch him. And nowadays, everybody could say anything about me. <laughs> right. Right in front of me on a screen, but you're still across the country or across the, around the world. Who knows? That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I just wouldn't do that. I just don't have... If I'm going to say something, I'm going to say something positive. I'm just not going to say it because it's, it's just coward. I've never been a coward my whole life. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Yeah, I just... Yeah, Yeah, I just I hate it. But hopefully we someday get to that level where people are just randomly hating on us. Right. Yeah, that'd be okay As long as that means that we got a bunch of good out there, too. Yeah, that means somebody likes us because you don't just get hate. I don't think although that'd be awesome if we just got hate. If everybody out there was just like, you guys suck. You guys suck. <laughs> why are you how listening? How is this still on the air? <laughs> yeah, why are you oh, listening? Yeah. Oh, hey, my that's God. That's how Howard Stern started. Everybody hated him. So yeah. I, they loved him. I still don't really like him that much. Yeah. He ruined my, my uh, weekends. They would put Howard Stern on uh, WBCN in Boston at like 8 o'clock at night. They'd put him on. So I'd be like, I want to hear music. Right, yeah. Not this fucking awkward weirdo talk about (laughs) dog shit. You know what I mean? And and strippers and porn and like, uh, like I was like, I like all that stuff, but I'm out. I want to hear music. Right. I'm driving around in in the morning. Nighttime just doesn't. It seems weird. Oh, so weird. But people loved it, man. I mean, it's stern. And he, he, I mean, he's got some of the best guests. He, he was. I liked him a little bit. Oh, I but, like him. I still, it's way better now, in my opinion. His interviews were fantastic. I grew up, uh, Opie and Anthony were on the radio in Boston on the local rock station, and they were hilarious. I hated when I missed a uh, break where they would talk, and then they got kicked off that station, then they moved to New York, got kicked off that station, then I got XM when I moved out here 10 years ago and started listening again. And now they hate each other, and they have their own little weird shit going on <laughs> yeah I, the guys in detroit with these guys named drew and mike they were good yeah and my buddy a guy that went to school with his dad was uh he was worked with this guy named dick Purton, who was a big uh dick Purton, the big uh radio guy in detroit and so we got to go one day to uh to an actual radio studio and see how it all went down like while they were doing the morning show it was pretty cool that's i think cool. that kind of inspired me to get into film and movies and maybe that's part of why we're doing this right now yeah so, so there's that there's yeah there's the origin of that yeah awesome yeah like no opie and anthony and jim norton inspired me to, to realize that you could do whatever the fuck you want too it doesn't have to be uh 
monetized. It doesn't have to be uh, regulated. <laughs> the Internet's awesome like that. We can just put it out there. Somebody wants to hear it. Cool. Otherwise, I'm just having a conversation with my friend. Right. Laughing oh, yeah. and having a good time. It's awesome to be able to put this out there. So I'm glad that people are listening. Thank you very much. And uh, in the uh, I've been noticing in the craps strategy forum, a lot of these people have their own tables and they've been practicing. I yeah. just I'm still want to know the science. I know we said there's no science, but I want to know. Amber wants to know. We got know. people that want to know. I know. Yeah, Amber asked me. I'm like, it's not fucking science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to Amber, one of our big listeners. Right. Uh, and uh, thanks to all the forums out there for letting us post our show in there. We appreciate it. You guys should be checking. I'm sure that's where you're listening from. So uh, yeah. all those are, are good. The dealer, the great, the dealer lounge. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, check Share out those. It. Right, please. We appreciate it. If you could send it around. Tell your casino people. They yeah. got to listen. We don't know why, but they just got to have it. Yeah, like uh, crack for your crack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you kids. It's been another week. We will see you guys next week. We're uh, Spike. I'm Teabag. And we're two morons, and we talked about casinos and stuff. Duh. <laughs> Peace see. in your bum crease. See ya.